Welcome back to Squared Sports Land Frank Podcast. Almost this podcast, Land Frank. We're now in episode number 39. Yes, we're 39 episodes through, and there's so much to discuss in this action-packed episode. The NBA Conference Semifinals are in full swing, MLB is rolling, Fred Novak Djokovic won the French Open, and so much more. So stay tuned for Squared Sports Land Frank, episode number 39. Let's get into it. Episode number 39, how we always do with our headlines in the NBA. The Phoenix Suns swept the Denver Nuggets, the proclaimed the so-called MVP of this year. I mean, Nikola Jokic was the MVP. He was the most outstanding player. He did not deserve the MVP. Steph Curry deserved the MVP. I'll go over more on that in the NBA rundown. He got ejected in game four. It was justified in my opinion. Okay, because the NBA rules say if you wind up and hit someone like that, it's a flagrant tool flagrant until you get ejected. But if there were no rules, and if that wasn't the rule, I wouldn't have ejected him. I would have just gave him a flagrant one. But if I was an NBA referee, I would have said that as a fan. No, I wouldn't have ejected him. If I was an NBA referee, I would have ejected him. Followed the rules. Did he deserve to get ejected? Leave down in the comment section. But the Phoenix Suns, what a series. Chris Paul, what a series. What a revival Chris Paul story this is, okay? The Thunder, he helped them. The Rockets, he helped them. And now he goes over to Phoenix and brings them to the Western Conference Finals. Did Monty Williams deserve Coach of the Year over Tom Thibodeau? No, absolutely no way. But Chris Paul, what a season he's having. What a season. He'll become an amazing head coach one day when he does go into coaching, which I do believe he'll go into coaching after he retires. What an amazing season by Chris Paul. What an amazing season by Devin Booker. Chris Paul maybe should have gotten MVP vote because he was so valuable to this team this year. What a season so far, but the Phoenix Suns, it's not over yet. They're going to make the NBA Finals. Let me say that again. Phoenix Suns, they're going to make the NBA Finals. I said before the season that they're going to make the Western Conference Finals, and they did. Still got a lot more to do this season, though. It's not over yet. Got to make the Finals. Got to win the championship. Will they win the championship? Leave that in the comment section. I'm going to say no for right now. I am. But, you know, you never know. Devin Booker could go on a hot streak. Chris Paul could go on a hot streak. You never know. Let's go over to the Los Angeles Clippers, the other L.A. team still alive in the playoffs. Hey, they tied up the series, okay? I said they were going to win the series, and I was stressing when they went down 2-0. It was two close games, but then they go back to L.A., and they win those two games. I expect them to win this series. I expected to maybe even they might even win it in six games. Okay, Los Angeles Clippers, what a season they had. What a series they're having against Utah Jazz. It got off to a slow start, I'll admit it. Paul George had a bad first two games. Now he's playing amazing. Now Kawhi Leonard's playing amazing, okay? Kawhi Leonard, they win this series. He's not going to leave, okay? It's going to break me as a New York Knicks fan if Kawhi Leonard doesn't go to the New York Knicks this offseason if he stays the Los Angeles Clipper, which I do think he will now because you know, they're rolling at the right time, the Los Angeles Clippers. It's playoff ball, okay? I really didn't expect this from them. I expected them to win the series, but... If you asked me before the season if they would get to even this far, I probably would have said probably not because what I saw in the playoffs last year, they struggled horrendously in the playoffs last year. They didn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. They lost to the Nuggets with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. They did, but they did tie the series against Utah Jazz. Same with the Bucks, the Hawks as well. Okay, they also tied the series, the Bucks and Hawks. The Bucks went down 2-0. They tied the series, Hawks. This that The Hawks-Sixers series, in my opinion, it's so confusing, okay, because... One game, the Hawks will blow them out. Then the next game, they'll get blown out. The Sixers, it'll seem like they're pulling away in the whole entire series. They'll get a big win. Then the next game, they're pulling away again. And then they lose. Okay, series tied 2-2. I don't know what's going on. Okay, Atlanta, Trey Young. This team, it's got grit, got guts. Clint Capella, maybe the heart and soul of this team. John Collins, Bogdan Bogdanovich, probably the most underrated player in the NBA. Yes, 
Bogdan Bogdanovich is the most underrated player in the NBA, seeing him in person. Same with DeAndre Hunter, okay? He doesn't get a lot credit, DeAndre Hunter. His career's just getting started. You know, he was out for most of the season, but he's heating up in the playoffs. He is. This Atlanta Hawks team, it's young. They're going to win a championship in the next five years, in my opinion. They will. They tied up the series against the Philadelphia 76ers. I can't wait for the rest of it. But let's go over to the MLB. There's lots of news. My New York Mets, they're rolling at the right time. I'm going to the New York Mets game today against the Cubs. It's going to be a good game. Time on Walker on the mound, but they're rolling at the right time. Good pitching by David Peterson. Uh, besides, or David Peterson had a great outing on Monday night. I thought David Peterson wasn't a good pitcher. His starts, it's weird. One inning, one start, he'll give up five runs in the first inning. Then the next start, he'll give up five runs in the first inning again. And then the next start, he'll only give up one hit. David Peterson only gave up one hit in his last start, one six innings. Okay, David Peterson, I can see him as a good pitcher. I can see him as a terrible pitcher who deserves to be in AAA. That's what it is. They said he was either going to get sat down to Syracuse AAA team for the Mets, or he was going to pitch amazing. He pitched amazing. Mets rolling at the right time. Jonathan VR, Francisco Lindor had a huge home run. He did. Thomas Neal's playing well. James McCann's playing well. Jacob DeGrom, best player in baseball. Said it last episode. Say it again. Jacob DeGrom is the best player in baseball. No doubt about it, in my opinion. He is. I'm sorry, Mike Trout, but Jacob DeGrom is the best player in baseball my opinion. Okay, let me say this one thing. I was wrong about the San Francisco Giants, all right? They're 41 and 25. I said, oh, they're overrated. They're going to collapse. They're going to collapse. They're going to collapse. They still haven't collapsed yet. They haven't, okay? They've got a great pitching staff. Kevin Gosman potentially could win signing this year. He shouldn't, but say DeGrom gets hurt or something, then Kevin Gosman's going to win signing this year because his ERA is super low. If Jacob DeGrom didn't exist, Kevin Gosman would be having an amazing season. He would easily be the front runner. For selling. Kevin Gosman, he would. Okay, they're rolling at the right time. The Giants, they are. Very, very good team. They have a great record. But let's go over to another team where they also have a great record. But I'm not buying into all the hype. Okay, the Tampa Bay Rays. Great record. 43-25, and 25, I believe it is. Overrated. They are overrated, the Tampa Bay Rays. They're not going to get past the ALDS. Bookmark it. They're not going to get past the LDS this year. I said it last year. They made the World Series. But they had a great pitching staff, Blake Snell. The only good pitcher, only great pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays is Tyler Glasnow, who's currently hurt right now. You don't know if he has Tommy John or anything like that. Elbow inflammation. Okay, Tampa Bay Rays. I'm not buying into the hype. I'm sorry, Randy Orozarena. I'm sorry, Brandon Lowe. I'm sorry, Tyler Glasnow. I'm sorry, Kevin Cash, who blew the World Series with the Rays last year. I'm sorry. You do not... Getting past the LDS, ALDS this year. I do not believe in Tampa Bay Rays at all this year. I just don't. Now, let's go over to our team also in the AL East. The Blue Jays. I believe in the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, they hit eight home runs at Fenway Park. You know how hard that is to do on the road and hit eight home runs, score 18 runs against one of the best teams in them will be the Boston Red Sox. I'm buying into the Blue Jays. I'm buying into Vladimir Guerrero. I'm buying into Boba Shett. That team's amazing. All right, Robbie Ray's pitching well. Steven Matz, former Met, is pitching well. This team's doing well. They got great prospects coming up. Simeon Woods Richardson, Nate Pearson, Alex Manoa. This team's doing really, really well. Rolling at the right time. I'm buying in to the Blue Jays hype. I'm buying to the Red Sox onto the Red Sox also. They have one rough game. I'm buying to the White Sox. But that's about for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Alright, top five. This week's top five is Top five sports moments I've witnessed in person. So games, plays, all of that. Let's hop into it. First one, I want to give an honorable mention. Knicks Warriors, the first game with fans in New York Knicks this year, February 22nd. It wasn't a great game for the Knicks. They lost that game. But it was awesome to be back in Madison Square Garden. It was the first game back with fans. An awesome game to go to. New York Knicks, 
versus the Golden State Warriors. First game of fans, honorable mention. Now let's hop into the real stuff. Number five, Michigan Notre Dame 2019. It was a blowout. Michigan won 45 to 14, I believe. Arguably the best game of the Jim Harbaugh era in a rainstorm. It was an awesome game. Up 17 to nothing at halftime. What a game that was for Michigan. Notre Dame was going to be a playoff team that year, and Michigan just shattered their season. Michigan didn't have the great season that year. They had four losses, including a bowl game lost to Alabama. But to go to that game, that was probably the best, arguably the best win at the Jim Harbaugh era. It was. It was an awesome game to go to in a rainstorm. 45-14 offensive explosion by Michigan. Shea Patterson only had six complete passes. It was all the run games. Zach Charbonnet, Hassan Haskins. What a game that was. What a game. Number five, Michigan Notre Dame 2019. Number four, the 2018 NBA All-Star Game. I went to that game. It was in Los Angeles. It was the first All-Star Game under the new format with captains. It was Steph Curry and LeBron James as the captains. It was awesome, okay? Everyone loved the format. It was a one-possession game. I think it was like 144, 141, something crazy like that. It was an awesome game to go to, an awesome game to witness, the 2018 NBA All-Star Game. Number three, the 2015 NBA Finals Game 2. I was young then, but it was an awesome game to go to. Went to overtime. Cavs won that game. The Cavs lost that series. The Cavs lost the finals that year. It was an awesome game. Went to overtime. LeBron was clutching that, and he was. Number three, 2015 NBA Finals. Number two, the 2017 Rose Bowl, Baker Mayfield versus Jake Fromm. Oklahoma versus Georgia. Okay, it went to double overtime. It was in the 50s. Highest scoring Rose Bowl game ever. Went to double overtime. Sony Michelle, game-winning touchdown. Game like that. Show what a game that was. I went there in person. It was an awesome game to go. My first ever Rose Bowl. It was an awesome Rose Bowl to witness. Up in the 50s, the score. Offensive explosion by both teams. Had some great defensive plays, fumble recoveries, stuff like that. What an amazing game. What a, and then Georgia went on to win to the, go to the national championship. Jake Fromm's just a freshman then. That was an awesome game to go to. Awesome game to witness. 2017 Rose Bowl. Number two. Now last, but definitely not least. Number one. Michigan Wisconsin. 2016-2017 season game. They won 14-7. Just an awesome defensive game. Jordan Lewis, probably the greatest interception I've seen on TV and in person. Jordan Lewis interception to ice the game. Put the game on lock for the Wolverines. What a game that was. What an interception. Definitely the best interception I've seen in my lifetime. TV and in person. What an interception. Jordan Lewis, the one-hand crazy interception Grabbed up to go. It was on SportsCenter Top 10 plays every single night, it seemed like. One interception by Jordan Lewis. One interception. That's my number one sports moment I've ever witnessed in person. Leave in the comment section where your top five sports moments you've witnessed in person in the comment section. That's about for top five this week. This week's Do You Know, it's a good one. Did you know the last time the Cleveland Indians won the World Series was 1948? 72 years ago, no, it's happened in the past 72 years. Cleveland Indians fans, I bet you 90% of Cleveland Indians fans, I don't know one, not married, not, doesn't seem like there's many Cleveland Indians fans outside of Cleveland. 90% of them definitely have not seen a championship in their lifetime. The Cleveland Indians haven't won a championship in 72 years. That is the longest sports drought, championship sports drought in sports history. That is crazy. That is staying out of that long of a sports drought. 72 years, no championships. They've been to the World Series. They blew a 3-1 lead in the 2016 World Series. They did it to the Cubs. That was an awesome World Series. Went to Game 7, rain delay in Game 7. Rajay Davis home run. They bring him back, and then they lose in the end. They did. What a World Series that was. But no, they didn't win it. Cleveland Indians, last time they won a World Series was 1948, 72 years ago. Did you know that? Leave down in the comment section.
Okay, so over the, re- over the weekend, a report came out that Luka Doncic doesn't want to stay in Dallas long term. He got in a big fight with the two G. They apparently, someone said they had two GMs, two people running in the front office. The GM doesn't have a loud voice in the front office, but whatever it was. That is complete nonsense. It's not true. Luka Doncic is going to be a Maverick. He might be a Maverick for his whole entire career. He might be. Okay, he might even have a longer Maverick career than Dirk Nowitzki did. Because he can be in the league a lot longer than Dirk did. He can. Luka Doncic, an amazing player. An amazing player. Will win an MVP in his career. Will win a championship in the very, very near future. Three to five years. Championship and MVP. It's coming. He might even win MVP next year. He might. I thought he should have gotten a second place MVP vote this year. I thought he was an amazing player this season. I thought he didn't get enough credit because the odds coming into the season were Luka Doncic number one for MVP. And he obviously didn't live up to that hype. But he still averaged 29 points a game. He still had an amazing season. He's very clutch. People say he's not clutch. Just, no. Luka Doncic is a very clutch player. Okay, he had that buzzer beater against Memphis this year. He had that buzzer beater in the playoffs last year against LA. It's nonsense. He's going to be in Dallas for years to come. His whole entire career, in my opinion, he'll be in Dallas. Mark Cuban will keep him happy. Whatever he wants, Mark Cuban will meet his needs, okay? He will. He's going to do whatever he can to keep Luka in Dallas long-term. He will. He's going to sign Supermax. He'll be the largest deal in NBA history, Luka Doncic. He's not injury-prone at all, okay? He's very durable. He's an amazing player. Luka Doncic. He'll never leave the Mavericks, in my opinion. He won't. All this talk that he's leaving the Mavericks in the very near future, it's all nonsense, in my opinion. It is. Let's move to the next topic, where... Nikola Jokic, he won MVP. He was the most outstanding player. He wasn't the MVP, though. Steph Curry should have won MVP. Okay, because you know what MVP stands for? Most valuable. Doesn't say outstanding. No, it says valuable player. Okay, if the Warriors didn't have Steph Curry this year, they might have even been worse than the Charlotte Bobcats, whatever years it was when they only won like 13 games. They might have. The Warriors were terrible outside Steph Curry. They didn't even make the playoffs, and Steph Curry won the scoring title. No, I'm saying this to not make the playoffs when we win scoring tile. Well, it's not on Steph Curry. He had a terrible team outside of Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole, okay? Andrew Wiggins wasn't even that big of a player for this team this year. He wasn't. Okay, Ken Bazemore was absolutely terrible. Everyone was terrible for the Warriors this year outside of Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, and Draymond Green, you could say. And Draymond Green didn't even have a great year. It was just defense. He made all defense first team, but did he deserve it? Probably not, in my opinion. Nikola Jokic did not deserve MVP. In my opinion, Steph Curry deserved MVP. Nikola Jokic, there was an award called Most Outstanding Player Award, and that was considered as like the MVP big award. Then Nikola Jokic should have won that. But no, the award's called Most Valuable Player. That's what Steph Curry should have won. Steph Curry should have been the MVP of the league this year. Next topic. The Clippers, I brought it up in the headlines. They're winning this series. They're making the Western Conference Finals against the Phoenix Suns. They will. It's going to be an awesome series. Okay. They're going to win seven games against... The Jazz. Jazz, I'm not buying to the hype. I haven't bought to the hype all year. Even when people were saying they're the best team in the NBA, they're, they're going to be the one seed, which they were. I'm not buying to the hype. I haven't all year. I'm still not. Clippers, winning this series. They are. Donald Mitchell, great young player. Hope he goes to my Knicks. If he's a free agent, I, I believe he's going to the New York Knicks. I do. Okay. No chance. No chance the Jazz win the series, in my opinion. I'll say they have a 1% chance to win the series. They do. Okay. You can bookmark it. And if, they're, if I'm wrong... Okay, now I'm wrong. I just fully believe in my mind that the Clippers are winning the series. I do. That's about it for the NBA Rundown this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, around the bases, basically the equivalent of the NBA Rundown, but just for the MLB, let's hop into it. Okay, let's talk about spider attack. I really have no clue what any of this 
any of this is. It's baseball. You cheat, okay? The Astros cheated. You use steroids. That's what baseball is like, okay? You cheat in baseball. You put sticky stuff in the ball. It is what it is. It doesn't impact it that much, the game, in my opinion. If you put some sticky stuff in the ball, Pete Alonso said it's not a huge thing to him. He said but the MLB manipulates the ball on how free agency goes, and then the Mets GM said, I know Pete Alonso is a conspiracy theorist. Whatever it is, okay, I don't care about Spider Attack, okay? If you get suspended for 10 games with pay, that's fine. Garrett Cole, cheat if you want. Put some sticky stuff in the ball. Make the game more interesting. Get more strikeouts, and then maybe give up a few home runs. That's interesting to me, Okay. MLB fans, they don't care too much, in my opinion, about the Spire Tech, my opinion. At least I don't care too much about Spire Tech, sticky stuff, whatever it might be. Let's move on to the next topic. I love my New York Mets, but they need another fielder. And the other fielder I want them to trade for is Joey Gallo. Okay, they need another home run hitter outside P. Alonso. Because P. Alonso, you can say, having a bit of a down, you're only 10 home runs through 60 games. You'd say, not a great start for P. Alonso this year. Not a great start. They get Joey Gallo, career 208 average, not the best. Not the best. But still, if they could get Joey Gallo on this team, that would be amazing. When I say amazing, I mean outstanding, okay? Joey Gallo would be so great for this team. Home run hitter. Amazing home run hitter, Joey Gallo is. He is. I want my New York Mets to get him very badly. The New York Mets get Joey Gallo. They might even make the World Series over the Los Angeles Dodgers, over the San Diego Padres. They've proved to me they're better than the San Diego Padres. They have. And say if... Fernando Tatis keeps up what he's doing, and Jacob deGrom keeps up what he's doing the whole entire year. Fernando Tatis keeps on hitting home runs, and Jacob deGrom keeps on getting wins, keeping his ERA down. And the MVP goes to Fernando Tatis Jr. That's absolutely wrong, okay? Because the Mets and Padres, they won't play again this year. They've already played their two series. They're done playing against each other. Jacob deGrom won every single battle. He is so much better than Tatis this year, at least in those matchups, okay? Tatis only got one hit against him in two series. Two series, two games. He only got one hit. One for seven, something like that. Now Tatis Jr., not a great player against Jacob DeGrom. Great player. Hit a grand slam against my New York Mets to win that game. But still, New York Mets, Jacob DeGrom. If he doesn't win MVP and if he keeps all this up and Fernando Tatis keeps up what he's doing, I'm going to be so upset. And Rob Manfred, MLB, all the MVP voters, because that's just wrong. Okay, Jacob DeGrom has proved that he's better than Fernando Tatis Jr. He has. Maybe he'll prove if he's better than Mike Trout if he strikes out Mike Trout in an actual game. Last time Jacob DeGrom and Mike Trout faced off against each other was in the All-Star game, and Mike Trout hit home run off against him. But that's when Jacob DeGrom wasn't a complete Cy Young pitcher yet. Wasn't a, he was a good pitcher, but he wasn't Cy Young caliber yet. Okay, Jacob DeGrom, best player in baseball. MVP this year, in my opinion. No doubt about it. That's about it for around the bases this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, the NBA draft, it's this summer, it's at the end of July, it's coming up, you know, we start hearing mock drafts, NBA lotteries coming out soon, all that, NBA lotteries coming out soon, but in the meantime, let's do an NBA lottery draft simulator, and I did that, so let's do a mock draft, my second NBA mock draft, NBA mock draft version 2.0, schoolyard sports for this 2021 NBA draft, let's hop into it. The first pick, the Houston Rockets landed it. They have the worst record in the NBA, 1766, I think it is. And then they put it in the lottery simulator, and they got the first overall pick. So, Houston Rockets, who do they take? They take Cade Cunningham. I'm going to say small forward at Oklahoma State, because they need to switch him to small forward. They do, in my opinion. Okay, Cade Cunningham could be a Paul George in this league, I don't believe. Because I don't want him to be like a Ben Simmons, where he's six foot seven, whatever it might be, and playing point guard. Okay, LaMelo Ball, he can play point guard, but... 
LaMelo Ball is a much better shooter, in my opinion, than Kate Cunningham. LaMelo Ball is a bit of a better player than Kate Cunningham, in my opinion. But Kate Cunningham is the best player in this draft. I think he goes number one to the Houston Rockets. I think the Houston Rockets do land number one overall pick in the lottery draft. But in my lottery draft simulator, they got the number one overall pick. Houston Rockets. Number two, the Detroit Pistons. They got the number two overall pick in the lottery draft simulator. Who do they take? They got Killian Hayes, point guard, who was uh, not great in his rookie year, let's say. They took him last year. They're going to take Jalen Green, pair him up with Killian Hayes. Say Killian Hayes is good, then you take Jalen Green. Okay, Jalen Green had a great year in the G League. The G League. Say if Jalen Green went to college, he might be the number one overall pick right now. He might be the number one overall prospect, in my opinion, in this draft. Number two player in this draft, Jalen Green, going number two overall to the Detroit Pistons. Number three, who has the third overall pick in the lottery draft simulator? The Cleveland Cavaliers, okay? They have two guards, Darius Garland, Colin Sex, and apparently they're trading Colin Sex. Not a good opinion. Not a good choice, in my opinion. I'll go into that in a future episode about how they're making a terrible mistake trading Colin Sex instead of trading Darius Garland, or just keep them too. But if you want to keep going, if you want to win a championship, you need a power forward. Kevin Love is aging. He's not going to be there very long. Take Evan Mobley, center. Power forward, whatever you want to call him. USC had a great year at USC. Had a great March Madness. He did great NCAA tournament. The Cleveland Cavaliers in my mock draft. They got the number three overall pick. I have them taken. Evan Mobley. Number four, the Toronto Raptors are on the clock. The Toronto Raptors. Okay, Kyle Lowry, he's aging. Pascal Siakam had a terrible year. He's going to be out for the start of next season. And Evan Mobley's already off the board. If Evan Mobley is still on the board, I think they would take him to pair him up with Pascal Siakam or even trade Pascal Siakam and just work with Evan Mobley. I think they take Jalen Suggs, point guard Gonzaga. Okay, some people are comparing him to Russell Westbrook. That's not a terrible comparison, in my opinion. I don't love it, but I don't think it's the worst comparison for Jalen Suggs. And, you know, say you keep Kyle Lowry and you pair them two up. Okay, that's a good duo, and then you maybe make the playoffs next year. But they're probably going to end up trading Kyle Lowry or just let him walk in free agency. I think they should take Jalen Suggs in that scenario. I think they do take Jalen Suggs in that scenario. In my opinion, Toronto Raptors take Jalen Suggs number four. Okay, pick number five, the... No, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they had a really bad record this year. They had the one of the worst records in the NBA. I think it was the second worst. They didn't get the top five pick in my lottery, in my mock draft. We're only doing the top five picks. They got pick number six. The fifth overall pick was the Orlando Magic. And I have them taken. Jonathan Kuminga, G League. Okay, some people are comparing him to the next Kawhi Leonard. They already have their guards, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton. Cole Anthony, great players. He's going to be a great player. So is RJ Hampton. He is. Jonathan Kuminga, he's also going to be a great player. Maybe the next Kawhi Leonard. Maybe the next Kawhi Leonard. I think the Orlando Magic take him with number five pick. They got the number five pick in my mock draft lottery simulator. That's better for Squared Sports NBA Mock Draft 2021 Draft version 2.0. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. That's better for my mock draft. Now, let's do something that we haven't done in a while. Around the world of sports, okay? We did it a couple months ago when the Lightning won the Stanley Cup. But let's do it now, okay? Novak Djokovic, he won the French Open, okay? What a French Open that was against Sitsipots. He's only 22 years old. Has a great career ahead of him. Great career ahead of him. He was up two sets and then he lost, okay? Lost 3-2. But Djokovic, what a match that was, okay? What a match that was. One, it was a five-setter. Okay, came back from two sets to love. What a match. What a set. Being Rafael Nadal. In the semifinals. Okay, that was shocking. Rafael Nadal, my favorite tennis player. He is. And he lost Novak Djokovic. That was surprising me because the King of Clay didn't win the Fred Trophy this year. He didn't. He lost in the semifinals to Novak Djokovic. In my opinion, once all said and done, Djokovic will be the GOAT 
of tennis when it's all said and done. He's only one Grand Slam championship behind Federer and Nadal for having the most ever, okay? He is. And he's still got so many years ahead of him, Novak Djokovic. Rafael Nadal is only one year older than him, but I think Federer's almost done. He's getting ready for Wimbledon. Maybe he has a chance to win Wimbledon. But Djokovic, he's maybe going for another win in Wimbledon. Djokovic, Novak Djokovic. What a match that was against Sitzpots. What a French Open tournament that was. Novak Djokovic. What a just what an amazing player Novak Djokovic is. But let's move over to other side sports. NHL. Now, my favorite team in the NHL, the Islanders, they're in the Stanley Cup semifinals. They have a chance to maybe win the Stanley Cup. It's an awesome thing to see. The Islanders, they have a chance to win the Stanley Cup this year. But that's about for around the world sports this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, best for last question today. This week's question is, who will win the NBA lottery? Will it be the Thunder? Will it be the Rockets? Will it be the Raptors? Will it be maybe even the Pelicans? Or will it be someone else? Leave your answer in the comment section. Who will win the NBA lottery, uh, NBA lottery draft? It's coming up soon. Who will get the first overall pick in this year's NBA draft? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's the for question this week. That's the for Squirt Sports Land for Egg, episode number 39. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports on Instagram at Squirt Sports. Follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll see you back here next week in episode number 40. Stay tuned.